Welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast, bringing you all the best our state has to offer. This week, we are thinking about briskets, ribs, and helping the community at Ardmore's United Way Barbecue Showdown coming next week. But first, a word from our sponsor. You are called to be bold. You have a right to the best wireless service, high-speed internet, and customer service at a price that you can feel good about. At Bravado Wireless, we know this, and that's why we put you and your community first. Bravado Wireless, the power of connection. All right, let's get into our question of the week. Uh, the Oklahoma State meal is notoriously large. Uh, barbecue pork, sausage with biscuits of gravy, chicken fried steak, fried okra, squash, black-eyed peas, grits, corn, and cornbread. Can't just have one. Pecan <laughs> pie and strawberries. Uh, it, it's very much a product of its time. It's yeah. a product of the uh, numerous I think there was some legislators. Yeah, some coalition <laughs> uh, building happening. And that's fun. I mean, yeah, that's what stuff like that's for. It's fun. Yeah, it's it fine. is. But uh, it, it's uh, it's very much a product of its time, and yeah. things have changed a bit in the uh, in, in the interceding years. So this week's question is: What else belongs on a modern Oklahoma State meal? First up, editor in chief Nathan Gunner. Fewer things. <laughs> I think we all know that we slim be, fast. I mean, that's not one meal, is it? I mean, really, like it, no. fewer things. But uh, if we were going to reflect the current, all those things reflect the character of Oklahoma. Yeah, completely. But they don't completely reflect it. So I have two answers. One is uh, tacos slash setup. Oh, see, I think setup. setup. Right? Setup. Because mm-hmm. Oklahoma does setup better than any other state because mm-hmm. we get cheese. Yeah. Other Every- people are baffled. Like, there are places in this country where you don't even get free salsa. I know. I know. Is this America? I don't know. I don't know what's become of our country, but we get salsa and cheese. And so setup. And the other one I thought was fuck. Yeah, pho. That's because we have it. some of the best, if not the best, Vietnamese food in the country. We have an amazing um, and large Vietnamese population here in Oklahoma, and so uh, I would say pho. Yeah. But also that just makes the meal so much bigger. It is. Like, it's so Oklahoma way. It's bigger well, and bigger and bigger. It, it will sort never of, stop. It sort of reminds me of like a church uh, potluck where everyone just brings a dish, and uh, you know, if you're adventurous, maybe you can try all of it. But do you know what's funny? Is I almost said church potluck food. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, just yeah. like because it's a whole thing unto itself. Mayo For salads, sure. mayonnaise salads, and ambrosia. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever have ambrosia? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I've never yeah. stopped having ambrosia. Yeah, I can still taste stuff. it right now. Perfect kind of way to follow mayonnaise salads. <laughs> <laughs> go well after this mayonnaise. Do you have anything with whipped fluff? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just uh, as long as it's kind of white and fluffy and sort of made of dairy. Or pink or and eggs. fluffy or green yeah. and fluffy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, mix in some pistachio jello. Yeah. Get, yeah, get with it. Yeah. Uh, Photo <laughs> Megan Rossman. You, you, I know you enjoy meals. I, I do enjoy meals. And, you know, the first thing I thought of was queso. But the second and third things I thought of were milk, which is already Good one. the okay. official Oklahoma State beverage. Yes. Sp- sp- specifically Brahms milk. Yes. Because um, I love Brahms mm. milk. But Brahms yes. milk and sausage rolls. Nice. Oh, kolaches. Yeah. Yeah. Sausage nice. kolaches. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I That's like them, and yeah. they should always be available. That enough. would make Brown's Bakery like the state capital. <laughs> In many ways. Which is fine with me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or just little Smokies and barbecue sauce. Like, whatever, <laughs> whatever you have on hand. I should let like, our listeners know that Megan makes a mean little pot of... 
Little Smokies. Little Smokies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just at Thanksgiving. The barbecue sauce and grape jelly. Uh-huh. Good mm-hmm. stuff, Megan. I look That's forward to them every year. Every year. <laughs> I'm thinking about them right now. <laughs> I am, too. <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll be honest. We were just talking about it. So if you weren't thinking about it right now, I'd be like, where's your head at, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Research Center, Ben Lucian, I know you also have enjoyed eating things before. Uh, a few things, yes. Uh, well... Uh, I was thinking all this food and uh, no sauce, so uh, maybe like some Head Country barbecue sauce. Oh, Smart. good. That, that would be perfect. Answer. Good answer. You ranch. gotta have something to go on the barbecue guys, pork. Oh, ranch is another. Yeah, it seems like. Ooh, yeah. Ranch is a good one. How is Head Country not Man, put out a barbecue so ranch? If we, if uh, we, well, because you guys all paired it to like brands, like Megan, you said Brahms Milk, you said Head mm-hmm. Country barbecue sauce, Eskimo Joe's Ranch, <sighs> right? Yeah. Yeah, don't they have the best? Yeah. I, th- I think they have the best. If you're dipping cheese fries, yes, sir. Or fried pickles. Yeah, yeah. So it seems like Eskimo Joe's keeps coming up on podcasts lately. I think maybe we need a field trip. I Yeah. I don't know if they, if they still do it, but um, Hideaway used to have those ranch Their flights. ranch is good, too. The ranch, no, they had a ranch flight. It was yeah. five different yeah. kinds of ranch. Yeah. yeah. And for they would bring it for, dipping? you know, dip it. Yeah. Well, no. you know, what else? That's so cool. Oh, I mean, you can it's drink not it, for, It's not for your five salads, <laughs> Megan. Oh, I thought maybe you just ate it with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, I'm could. sure that's part of it. You could. Just take them as shots. <laughs> I, me and Dave Cathy went and had them one time. I was just, like, shooting it back. <laughs> Yeah, man. Little Chipotle I hope ranch. That you got an Uber on the way home. I hope you didn't try to drive. <laughs> I got I got an Uber to the heart hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't drive Worth off it. the hideaway uh, no. ranch flight. Worth no. it. No, that's a good one though, man. That's <laughs> really good. That's a good idea. Greg, what about you? What was yours? I am truly baffled that cheeseburgers are not on this list already. Yeah, I or mean, onion burgers. Yeah. Oh, well, onion burgers, but just. Just the hamburger. I think that if we're talking about something that Oklahoma does better than almost anybody else, we are a state that has truly embraced the hamburger and and do it every day. Thick burgers, thin burgers, like toppings burgers, <laughs> onions burgers. You know, I, sorry, I don't want to get too public. Burgers gump here. of all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> Shrimp burgers. Yeah. Uh, like there's literally we do burgers. I so much so that I think that uh, so Nick uh, uh, Justin Nicholas mm-hmm. owner of Nick's Grill yep. um, consensus Very famous Oklahoma burger consensus one of the best burgers around and and he travels and wherever he goes he says people always try to take me to the best burger in town because they want to they want to they want to hear his thoughts on it and they he said watch his face while he eats it he said that that the best places in most states pale in comparison to the most eh places in Oklahoma that's that, that, that you are getting better I believe that you are getting better eh burgers yeah. here than the best of the best in a lot of places I believe that to be true yeah yeah I believe that to be true that that was just okay. at, and looking at that list I really I was like man I, I'll eat any of this stuff anytime but where the the burger and the pho pho was my other one if yeah. nobody else had said it I was gonna jump on that one because that mm-hmm. is uh, uh oh and bon me we do oh, we totally, do a really yeah. great bon oh, me yeah, this here. has gotten to be a buffet now oh, let's put some crab 
Brand Goons on there. What well, the heck? What you we know should what? do is just yeah. start from scratch, just nothing. And venison. We like to hunt. We're a state that likes to hunt, up. so venison. Deer jerky mm-hmm. needs to be in there. That, right? that deer jerky Colleen's husband oh made my was gosh. so good. I plowed through that bag she gave us so uh, no, fast. No, it was on the way home. Like, I went back home and work, like, it with gone. it out, was like, please, Colleen, some more. Yeah. It was, she said no. He's like, you don't get any. Yeah, this is not for you. Um, but yeah, there's. It's becoming. It's a large, large, large. <laughs> a corn large, dog. A corn dog. <laughs> State fair stuff. Yeah. Indian yeah. taco. We need something native. Oh, Indian taco. That's yeah. a great one uh, for or this. Great dumplings yeah. or pashofa. Like there needs to be something native on it for sure. I mean, just fry bread. Just fry, fry bread, bread alone. <laughs> People go. would be all over it. There we go. There's I no mean, reason yeah. for it not to be on We're there. We're gonna have like a state restaurant. I was gonna say. I feel like okay. I also I should point out that it's nine forty eight. So if we want to go get in line at Nick's, it's nine forty eight <laughs> in the morning right this now. This is the right time. We need to be going. Yeah. So let's get on with it. You know what's so sad? They don't do breakfast <laughs> there anymore. It's too bad. Well, I, because the, the whole breakfast time is eaten up with getting ready for lunch. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. I used to man. I, I am not a fan of French toast. Best French toast I ever had was really? at Nick's. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And he's just, I mean, it's just like egg wash and white sandwich bread, just dipping it and frying it, and then a bunch of powdered sugar. It was so good. I'm going to take this moment to do a shameless plug Okay. for us, because our January-February issue, I can see the words over Megan's head on my whiteboard. January, February, food worth the drive, breakfast and brunch worth the drive. And you guys have already written some really, really great stuff for this. Yes. That I was very excited to read. So good job. I am. Um, good job. Yeah, it's exciting. It's really exciting. I think it's great that you saw it over Megan's head on the whiteboard because I just see the food issue hanging over Megan's head all the time like a, <laughs> like a ghostly specter. Oh, I thought you were going to say you couldn't see anything past my head. Oh. <laughs> I do have no. a big head. Oh, I think. No, you don't. You have a, a <laughs> head. That's a perfectly normal sized head. I, it's hard for me to find hats that fit. It's big. I didn't My know brother you, has the same problem. I didn't know you were wanting to I wear hats. See, I could see your brother. Well, I only want to wear hats whenever. Like to we church? We don't need to get into it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Derby I'm day. I'm picturing you in a big church hat now, and I kind of like it. I kind of dig it. I think you should go for it. I don't know. I have a great derby hat. <laughs> Do we have an interview? Do we have a yeah, great yeah, interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk to the folks who are putting on the United Way Barbecue Showdown in Ardmore. Oh. And now we are very happy to welcome in uh, the folks behind the United Way barbecue showdown uh happening in ardmore in august uh welcome to the podcast alicia and gino hi thank you for having us yes appreciate it well uh so first of all tell me a little bit about this event Uh, this is an annual event now in ardmore uh what 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 happens at the barbecue showdown i would assume a lot of meat (laughs) yeah that is correct now we this year we have approximately 50 teams participating in the event and they are business partners that uh, you know support the communities in which we live and, and, and work. Um, uh, this year we've got Cajun night, Friday night. Um, uh, we'll have everything from boudin and gumbo and jambalaya, pastalaya. There'll be some shrimp bowls. There'll be some fried fish. You name it, we'll have it there on the Cajun side there. Um, and then uh, there's also, uh, we have uh, some live entertainment, a couple bands participating that evening. Uh, JB and the Zydeco Posse, uh, as well as Strongwood. We also have a co- cornhole tournament uh, that starts at 7 p.m. And then there's, co- of course, a kids' fun zone that will include some stuff, free snow cones and, and face painting for the kids. Oh, man, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yes, that's just Friday night. Okay. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to Saturday. 
Yes. So Saturday, um, it starts at 11 and it goes till 2.30. We will have a car show this year. So that is something new that we're doing for our 10th anniversary. And we're expecting 75 to 100 cars. Um, so if you love classic cars or, you know, the things that go vroom, like that is the place to go. Um, and we will have the kids zone again. So free face painting and snow cones. And um, it will be absolutely blast. We have um, 50 teams of barbecue. So um, pork butt, brisket, ribs, all of that. Um, we were kind of making a joke about trying to sample all of it. And I, <laughs> that is my goal. I'm going to do all 50. Um, he's good luck. laughing. Good luck. <laughs> I'm telling you, good luck. I know I've it. I've never made it through. Right? So it's probably not going to be successful, but um, it's be a great time trying. Yeah. 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 I, I would definitely say 50 different barbecue uh, purveyors. That's a good way to get the meat sweats, uh, something serious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm already uh, going to be sweating. Until I know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not exactly like it's uh, super cool outside right now anyway. So, <laughs> right. uh, well, so uh, how did you guys uh, get hooked up with the United Way uh, uh, locally to, uh, to benefit them with the barbecue showdown? Well, you know, Valero, you know, that's one of the big charities that we support uh, throughout the uh, Valero network. Basically, we have 13 refiners in the U.S., uh, the corporate office. Uh, we've partnered with them because they're able to go out to the communities and not just support one particular agency. Uh, support like here, I think we have over 26, 27 agencies in Ardmore or the, the local counties that we support. So the monies that we raise for that, uh, you know, goes out to the community in which we live and work, and we actually get to see the money being utilized in the community. Um, so that's that's you know that's how you know the event started back in 2014. Um, I was actually over the United Way campaign that year, and we were a little short. We have a goal every year with the employee donations, and we were a little short that year. And I said, what what can we do? We had a meeting with our volunteer group. What can we do to help raise money for this event to get us to our goal? Some gentlemen brought up the idea of having a barbecue cook-off. So we did that. We held it at the refinery. We had five teams participate. Uh, we raised about $5,000, and uh, we thought it was successful. We met our goal. Yeah. So come the next year, let's, let's do this again. So we and some of the complaints that we had from our business partners were, we're doing it inside the refinery. You can't have adult beverages can we push this outside the refinery? So barbecue, adult beverages, they kind of go hand in hand. So anyway, I, I got permission to do that. We moved it outside to the, uh, the malls here in Ardmore. Uh, was it the, yeah, it used to be Mountain View Mall. Yes, yeah, yeah. We, moved, we moved it out there this the second year, and uh, we were able to raise 17000 It grew, and we had about, uh, I think, uh, 17 teams participate. And, um, you know, the, they, everybody loved the location. We kind of felt like we outgrew the location as well, too. Uh, but that particular evening, uh, we, we were setting up for the Saturday event. And Friday evening, we had two or three teams cooking a bunch of food. I'm like, why are you cooking all this food? It wasn't barbecue. It was, yeah. They were starting to cook barbecue. They were cooking this other food. One, cook, one team cooked jambalaya for 250 people. <laughs> uh, I guess they were expecting some type of group of people to hang out and, and, and enjoy some good food Friday evening. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, we got to capitalize on that. What can we do? <laughs> and, 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 uh, you know what, let's do a Cajun night before the barbecue showdown and we can raise funds for that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that's where the Cajun night came in Friday night. It's actually a very, very big event. It's probably a little bit larger than the barbecue showdown, but, um, uh, that's where that came in and, and then we've had it ever since. 
And between the two events, we probably have 3,500 of the citizens that attend the event from the community. Yeah. About 2,000 on, on uh, Friday evening and about 1,500 on Saturday. So it's a pretty, pretty good size um, event there. You know, and it's not like there's nothing going on in Ardmore. You guys are, uh, there, there's plenty happening around there. So to be able to pull that many people two days in a row is a, is a, a testament to not just the quality of the food, but I feel also uh, a lot of people who are just looking for a way to help. Um, and uh, and it's it's awfully nice to be able to get yourself a couple of good meals and also know that uh, the proceeds are going to help out your friends and neighbors nearby. That's correct. I mean, it's only ten dollars. It's all you can eat. for. Yeah. It's entry fee and you get to go sample from 50 teams, Cajun food, barbecue the next day and right. another ten dollars on, on yeah. Saturday. Right. I mean, still, it's quite a bit of uh, oh, a that's, food that's, a, on. that's an amazing deal. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, uh, I totally understand the uh, Cajun night being such a big draw. And, and and also, much like barbecue, Cajun food is kind of perfect for feeding a big crowd. You know, there's it's uh, not a whole lot of real fussy, you know, people out there with the tweezers putting the onion in just the right spot. You know, it's like, have a big bowl of this. Here's some rice with some of that on it. You yeah. know, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with, yeah. with, with a bunch of stew, as far as I'm concerned. So... <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, you know, our business partners, too, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but our business partners come from the Gulf Coast. Many of them um, come from the Louisiana, southern Louisiana area and South Texas area. And I mean, that's where Cajun food originated from. Yeah. Right. So, so it's um, legit. It's legit food. You're right. It, I mean, they know it's not they're not going to to the local homeland store and buying some type of Cajun meal that's right. you know in a yeah. box or something. That you're, yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's not all Tony <laughs> cherries and, and Zattery. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah, so it's authentic, really good food. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, and the so, alligators. Yeah. Ooh, really? That yes. sounds great. It was really cool with the oranges like stacked on its back, and I'm like, oh, that's great. An entire alligator <laughs> with, with a chicken in its mouth too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was grilled yes. that way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Last year we had that last year. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, that's uh, hopefully, folks. Uh, anyone who's heading out there, you're going to be able to find some more uh, unique. Uh, dishes and uh, and maybe uh, grab some pictures. And by the way, anybody who gets pictures at uh, one of these and wants to send us to it, uh, OKTPod at TravelOK.com. We would love to see some photos from these events too. Um, so, uh, you know, I think it's really wonderful that you guys are are helping out the United Way uh, there. And and it, this is also a really great chance. Uh, you were saying that it's moved a few times. So now it's our, uh, out at Ardmore Regional Park. Is that correct? Correct. It is. That's correct. Um, so, so yeah, so we actually, you know, we had it at the refinery, took it to the mall, outgrew that mall space there, took it to downtown Ardmore, um, somewhat outgrew that space, uh, but then COVID hit, right? Um, and we, I'm like, okay, what can we do to continue to have this event? We were going to basically have to shut it down that particular year. And uh, so I, I brought up the idea of why don't we have a drive-through? And um, so we like the idea, but the problem is you got businesses downtown Ardmore that would be furious if sure. the entire streets of hundreds and hundreds of cars come in to get food, right? Blocking their businesses and, and so forth. So we made a decision to take it out to regional park. Uh, we had a drive-through event that year uh, and, and basically just gave, uh, you know, boxes of food uh, away and um, uh, it was successful. I think we still raised $121,000 that year. Man. Um, and, um, since then, we, you know, we at one point in time we were able to raise. Uh, last year we raised three hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars last year off this event right here. 
alone. Uh, alone. Yeah. Right. That's donated back to Natterboy. I mean, so that is great, great turnout. That that's that's a huge difference uh, for for any agency to be able to pull from those kind of funds and uh, and especially again knowing that that money is helping out your friends your neighbors people in need uh, and and helping just to improve the community that's a that, that's that feels good uh, that that gives you a nice warm heart to go along with the heartburn uh, that you get later. <laughs> I'm gonna apparently have. Well, we'll see. I, Take plenty of time. I would. It, well, you take the Prilosec first, and then, and then just a, a, a quick uh, Tums chaser after every few. Uh, you'll be you'll be fine. <laughs> well, uh, so is there is there uh, is there any kind of uh, uh, any dish that uh, that you had in the last couple of years there that you're really hoping you're going to see again? Any any teams that uh, that have been competing that you're like, boy, I hope they show up again. <laughs> well, you know, I'll have one dish, um, and it's a, it's a, on Friday night, Cajun night. It's the um, fried, Cajun fried ribs. Ooh. Oh. Very, very good. We had a couple teams, uh, I think, cook that last year. Um, and I believe we have one cooking that again this year as well, too. All right. Uh, basically, a pork rib that's, that's battered with some Cajun spices and oh. fried and out of this world. It sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, my answer is not as cool. Like, I just love brisket. Like, that's my thing. And you, what you're saying is like, there are certain teams that you just know. And like, as soon as you walk into the gate, they're like, okay, you've got to hit so-and-so or you got to hit Brock services or, you know, any of them because they're like, that's where it's at. So I'm like, okay, you know, it's like going towards, towards it. And I mean, it's amazing. Like what they can do with these, just like a brisket. And yeah. I'm like, that's, that's what I want to eat all day. Like, it's just amazing. <laughs> They're really good at it. You know, one thing that I've always loved about uh, barbecue cook-offs is as much as it is a competition between different groups, there's also this sense of camaraderie. I mean, everybody's out there. They're going to be there all night stoking the fires, making sure that, that, you know, low and slow all night long, but it really does. It becomes a party atmosphere. And then the next day as you're sampling it, everybody's loopy, which is even more fun. You know, it's like, yeah, because there's nothing like, getting a, a nice big pulled pork sandwich from somebody who's not a hundred percent sure that you're real. Uh, and that, that's always, <laughs> always one of my favorites. Uh, well, uh, folks, uh, this is the, have you uh, been to our barbecue show? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've judged more than a that's few hilarious. in my time. I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty uh, accurate. Barbecue, chili cook-offs. Uh, yeah. I, I get, I get called out to do a lot of, a lot of those. Uh, and uh, I have to That's explain awesome. to people that that uh, you know I I now have a writer as well that says you just gotta I gotta have like a bottle of Pepto that's reserved just for me and then I'll be fine. So, <laughs> well, uh, folks, the uh, United Way Barbecue Showdown is going to be August fourth and fifth. The fourth is uh, is the Cajun Night, and the fifth is the Barbecue Showdown itself out at Ardmore Regional Park. Uh, tickets are ten dollars a day, and children ten and under get in for just five dollars. Uh, uh, thanks again, guys, for coming on and telling us about this, and uh, I hope uh, hope to see you out there. Thank you for having yes, us. Thank you so much for having us. That sounds like fun. It is, you know, and and. I am weirdly 
even more excited for that night before when it's all Cajun food. Mm. Like that sounds like such a cool deal. And it and it makes a lot of sense. People who are coming out and wanna have kind of a party atmosphere, you don't wanna do a bunch of like individual stuff. Right. Big piles of stew and etouffee Delicious. and gumbo and like there's nothing wrong with it. Jambalaya. Totally. <laughs> I just it's a it's a lot of hot soup. Yeah. Bring two bibs. Bring two I think we need to bring bibs back for adults. I agree. It would I, really help me. I think we should have whole like eating like uniforms. Like I'm gonna put on my eating dress. <laughs> like zip it up. You know I, what I mean? Like <laughs> Like Walter White and like Walter White and Breaking Bad, just yeah, like just, a like a like a yellow like plastic. Oh, see, out, I was like, picturing him in his underwear, like because <laughs> that would work too. You could just yeah, put your clothes work. back on. That's legitimately how I ate dinner last night. Um, <laughs> I actually really love the idea. That's the great mafia nickname is Johnny Two Bibs. <laughs> It's like, you've never seen anybody eat a cannoli or messier than Johnny Two Bibs. Right. Uh, it does sound like fun, though. And who doesn't love barbecue? Right. And who, you know. Do, and help the community. And help, I get it's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is now time for us to once again plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's calendars for our weekly pod vents. And first up this week is Ben. The great Harlem Renaissance jazz musician Fats Waller wrote his classic song Ain't Misbehavin' in 1929 as a sweet and mildly cheeky tribute to faithful monogamy. No one to talk with, he sings, all by myself. No one to walk with, but I'm happy on the shelf. Ain't misbehavin', I'm saving myself for you. If you too are a content elf on the shelf, maybe a little frisky, <laughs> uh, I'm happy to share a perfect opportunity to hop off the cabinet and take your sweetie out for a jazzy night of sly and sultry hits. Lyric Theater of Oklahoma presents the musical inspired by the life and career of Waller, also called Ain't Misbehavin', beginning this Tuesday and running until Sunday at Oklahoma City's Civic Center Music Hall. Waller's golden age jazz hits like Honeysuckle Rose, Your Feet's Too Big, and Taint Nobody's Business If I Do highlight the musical review by Murray Horwitz and Richard Maltby Jr., which won the 1978 Tony for Best Musical following its Broadway debut. One thing I know for certain, the joint will be jumping. Tickets range from $42 to $106. Find show times in the evening from Wednesday to Saturday and matinees on Saturday and Sunday. As a bonus, the Saturday afternoon show will also feature ASL interpretation. No. Call 405-594-8300 or visit lyrictheaterokc.com for tickets and more info. It's a good show. Yeah. Those are good songs. Every one of those songs is cool. So that sounds like I, fun. And and honestly, yes, my feet are too big. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad that's been put in the well, musical record. Well, it's parentheses. Greg's song. <laughs> Greg's song. <laughs> Megan, what's your event this week? Well, I don't know about everybody else, but some of my most often used and appreciated possessions are blankets. When someone gives me a blanket, or when I give myself one, I cannot wait to swaddle myself in this cozy new, temporarily cat hair free gift. <laughs> And when it's finally blessedly getting colder, a quilt is the ultimate blanket to warm your aging bones. And although it's not frequently described in such terms, quilting is an ancient art that has persisted and evolved over, through eons of time. So, if you've never been to a quilting show, you might want to check out the Quilts of the Past and Present show on July 28th and 29th at the Black Gum Harvest Time Church in Vianne. 
This annual blanket blowout features more than 100 quilts that are bound to impress anyone with a healthy appreciation for meaningful art and hard work. If you're already a fan and or a quilter, there are also going to be some sellers, um, some vendors selling all sorts of helpful supplies and pieces. Plus, if you're like me and you're always thinking about your next meal, you can rejoice in knowing that the tea room will be open and serving chicken salad sandwiches, soft serve, and homemade desserts. For more information, call 819-457-9362 or look up Black Gum Harvest Time Sewing Sisters and Quilts of the Past and Present Quilt Show on Facebook. <laughs> so. Do you want to say that again? So they <laughs> what do they look up? Okay, what do we look up on Facebook? Start typing now. Yeah, yeah. Again, that is Black Gum Harvest Time Sewing Sisters and Quilts of the Past and Present Quilt Show. That sounds like that sounds amazing. No, I was like, I was like, you know, speaking of church food, I was like, I bet that's gonna be some good eating. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. seriously, if you go to any of these like food festivals, there's always a quilt show, and they're always amazing. Well, mm-hmm. no, I remember quilting was something that I was just kind of like, bleh, and mm-hmm. um, our former colleague Sarah Cowan was yep. always showing like she wanted me to know that quilts were very cool. <laughs> quilts are very cool. She would and she would like send me links and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like. Oh, yes. I I understand now. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Didn't she make a quilt with Chris Gaines on it? That would be really cool Sounds like something she she would do. We love you, Sarah. (laughs) Uh, Nate, what's your event this week? Uh, So by now, you are familiar with the Tulsa Race Massacre of 1921, how and why it happened, how it unfolded, and how Tulsa's black community showed incredible resilience in the face of so much willful destruction. And we hope you've been to Greenwood Rising already, though if you haven't, don't go. But it's amazing. It really is one of the best ways to spend a day in Oklahoma that there is. Uh, but there's another way to learn about how black Americans have endured events like Greenwood. And it's coming up at OSU Tulsa. The Greenwood Film Festival runs August 2nd through 6th, 6th, sorry, and features panel discussions, workshops, and more than 40 film screenings by black filmmakers. And it's affordable. A day pass is just $15. K through 12 students and anyone descended from the victims of the massacre get in for free. And a VIP all-access pass for the whole event event is just $80. So get your passes now for screenings of films like The Rising Sun, 1963, and On Mother's Time. And I was reading some of these descriptions and they just, they sound like amazing films. Yeah. Uh, for tickets or more information, visit greenwoodfilmfestival.com. I think that sounds like it's going to be really cool. Yeah, absolutely. We've yeah. got some great film festivals around. Yeah. Too. There's, uh, uh, you I know. had some friends in town uh, recently. For the, <laughs> they were poets in town for the Woody Guthrie Folk Festival. They do a big poetry thing every year, and it attracts people from all over. Um, speaking of which, this is completely random, sorry, but uh, I went to a poetry reading Saturday this past Saturday morning in Okima, and David Amram the like side guy for every jazz dude ever was just playing keyboards back in the background while people read their poems. Oh, wow. Uh, like That's he awesome. has worked with like Stan Getz and Jack Kerouac and Dizzy Gillespie and Thelonious Monk and all these amazing people. And he's like, I'll just tinkle on the keys while you guys read your poems. It was like, everyone in the room was like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, why is David Amram? playing back like it's it was I mean it's like seeing Elton John back there like I mean that's a big deal that he was even there and that he agreed to do that it was just so cool anyway uh, but they um, anyway my friends who are in town uh, they were going to Tulsa because there's a a reading on Sunday in Tulsa and I couldn't join them and they're like well what do we do and I was like we have to go to Greenwood Rising they're like we went last year I was like I don't care go again (laughs) Um, they're like where can we eat right there and I was like Wanda J's oh Wanda J's next generation yeah man so that Greenwood's is awesome. Good fried. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Anyway, sorry to hijack. No, Greg, no, no. That's event? great. Uh, there are a lot of reasons that I love comic 
books mainly. I love stories about nerdy guys who get incredible powers without having to exercise. <laughs> uh, but I am also a big fan of the shared universe where different people interact, like when Spider-Man and X-Force fought the Juggernaut, or when two sets of friends meet and you're not sure which group is going to bring up the fact that I've been faking an Australian accent for several years. <laughs> and in that spirit, I would like to unveil the Oklahoma Today Podomatic Universe, oh boy. in which oh two different events take place in the same reality. <laughs> I, now that I am thinking about that, that is literally every event we talk about, they are all happening in this reality. But, <laughs> even better, this is in advance of the United Way Barbecue Showdown, also in Ardmore. Why not get a little exercise to make room for that extra plate of pulled pork at Ardmore City Lake during the full moon kayaking? On July 30th, kayakers are invited to splash around from 8 to 10 p.m. with their fellow not-quite-canoers for just $15. Will you be bitten by a radioactive perch? I hope not, because this is not a comic book, and you should visit a doctor. <laughs> but first, visit ardmorecity.org for more information. Cool. And Great, man. We it like Ardmore. Yay for Ardmore. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, sorry. And the sound of Captain Perch fighting off a gang of criminal seagulls means that this episode of the Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. If you can't get enough, head over to oklahomatoday.com and pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at travelok.com. We'll talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production help by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com. Goodbye. Thank you. Uh, feel better, Carly. We miss you, Carly.